Welcome to Words, Words, Words. This is your host, Robert Tinajero. Today, we're going to be talking about rhetoric and technology. So a couple of ways in which language and discourse have been affected or affect technology. And um, clearly, there are many ways that our writing and communication are connected to technology these days. And so uh, today's two segments are going to look specifically first at how Technology has uh, possibly killed the need to teach cursive handwriting in elementary schools. And our second segment is going to be talking about how texting um, is seen by many as having um, hurt, killed uh, language or proper writing and whether that is a good way to think about think about texting. So first up, um, we're looking at how today's technology and, of course, the use of keyboards and our smartphones has has, um, influenced whether or not some schools think it's necessary to teach cursive handwriting in in elementary schools. Um, And so I'm looking at an article here titled, Should Kids Still Learn Cursive Handwriting? from theweek.com. And uh, it mentions that many schools now only teach cursive handwriting um, up to or only in the third grade. And there are many schools across the country that have actually stopped teaching cursive handwriting because they think that students um, should spend time learning other skills that are more useful or important. Um, What's interesting is that uh, a lot of people would say that uh, kids don't need to really learn cursive anymore um, because when do we really have to use cursive writing? Maybe when we sign something, but we can learn that very quickly. Uh, I've had students in my classes bring up the fact that it's just a extra skill to know and what, what's the problem with having um, that skill in your tool bag. Um, they even mention sometimes, you know, maybe in a history class, you're reading older documents. And if you haven't learned how to write cursive handwriting, you're going to have difficulty reading it. And so maybe there are some documents you come across where that would be useful. Um, and then other students say, well, you know, all of those documents you can probably find uh, online somewhere, printed out, you know, transcribed uh, to print um, And so it really isn't necessary. Um, Something interesting the article brings up is that learning cursive handwriting um, is actually connected to brain development. So as we learn how to write those letters and connect those letters, you know, we're making connections in our brain that otherwise um, wouldn't be made. So it's really interesting, I think, um, topic to think about um, as we think about our educational system and what we're you know, spending time on uh, as far as as teaching our students. And so I totally understand people that think, you know, that time and energy could be used in teaching um, kids different things, different information. Um, And I can also understand that some people don't want to let that skill go because they think it's useful or important um, or cognitively it's good for the students. Uh, And so I'm wondering what you all think about this question. Um, 
You can send comments and questions to at words, words, words on Twitter. Um, let me know if, if you were taught uh, cursive handwriting. Uh, if you have kids in school right now, are, are they learning it? Do you think it's important for kids uh, to learn cursive handwriting? Or do you think it's something that we no longer need to, to spend time on? So um, coming up in a minute, our next segment is going to be talking about texting and language uh, and looking at specifically um, if texting is ruining language or making it more um, complex. this segment of Words, 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 uh, we're going to be talking about texting. Um, specifically, um, I'm looking at the TED Talk um, called Texting is Killing Language, JK. Uh, and the speaker is John McWhorter, who is a linguist who has written uh, a number of very interesting books. Uh, and I'm sure I'll come back to some of his material uh, in, in future episodes. And so... Um, John is talking about how many people think texting is hurting language, destroying language, right, with all the shortcuts, abbreviations, emojis, um, all the things that we do when we text. Um, people think that it's really hurting the way people communicate. Um, and a lot of time, a lot of this, this blame is put on young people. Uh, and people say, well, texting is really hurting them when they have to write more formally in school. And so I think this is an interesting um, question to ask. Um, what, what John brings up in his video is the fact that texting is a form of fingered speech. And what he means by that is that originally, as humans, we um, were kind of made to talk, right? And that's the way we communicate most of the time. That's what I'm doing right now, talking to you all. And so most of us spend our time communicating by talking to people. But uh, with the advent of smartphones and texting, we are now able to quickly send and receive messages. And so it's, it's kind of a form of talking, but through writing, uh, as opposed to when somebody sits down and writes out a paper or reads out a speech, um, that is not really a, a quick back and forth uh, communication the way texting allows us to do. And so because of that, um, John brings up the fact that he um, believes that texting is not hurting language, it's actually a very complex form of communication. And so I'll play a little clip um, from, from his talk. I'll play a couple of minutes here so you can hear what he has to say. And so the way I'm thinking of texting these days is that what we're seeing is a whole new way of writing that young people are developing, which they're using alongside their ordinary writing skills. And that means that they're able to do two things. Increasing evidence is that being bilingual is cognitively beneficial. That's also true of being bidialectal. That's certainly true of being bidialectal in terms of your writing. And so texting actually is evidence of a balancing act that young people are using today, not consciously, of course, but it's an expansion of their linguistic 
repertoire is very simple. If somebody from 1973 looked at what was on a dormitory message board in 1993, the slang would have changed a little bit since the era of love story, but they would understand what was on that message board. Take that person from 1993, not that long ago. This is, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Those people. Take those people and they read a very typical text written by a 20-year-old today. Often, they would have no idea what half of it meant because a whole new language has developed among our young people doing something as mundane as what it looks like to us when they're batting around on their little devices. So... So, um, when I first heard John's talk, I thought it was very interesting. Um, I, I had always kind of thought of texting as something interesting and complex that's happening. Um, and thinking about code switching, how we move in and out of different situations and adjust our language and our speaking and our grammar and our writing for different situations. Um, I, I thought it was certainly something interesting, but I like how John says... You know, it's a benefit to be bi-dialectical, um, which means that we are still speaking the same language, in this case, English, um, but dialects can shift, right? When you go to different parts of the country or talk to different people, they're, they're speaking different dialects of English. And so when we look at texting, that is also a different kind of dialect, um, the way we write words, the way we um maybe uh, attach an, an image or the way we use emojis, um, the, the slang that we use, the abbreviations we use, um, that is a complex form of communication. And we can simply think about the fact if we take somebody from, let's say, 300 years ago and show them a text message from uh, anyone today or a young person today, they are probably not going to be able to understand most of it. We can take somebody from just you know, 15 years ago, and and the same is true. Um, and so I like how John frames this idea of texting as a um, very complex form of communication, uh, as opposed to somebody that sees texting as, like he says, just a, a scourge on society, um, which I don't agree with, but you may disagree. Uh, and so I would love to hear your feedback um, on Twitter at words, words, words. Um, and as always, if you have any, any questions or uh, ideas for future episodes, uh, please feel free to add those as well. Thanks for joining me today uh, on our episode looking at rhetoric and technology. Uh, as always, please uh, feel free to share uh, and rate and review the podcast. Um, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at words, 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 uh, comments, questions, ideas for future episodes or segments. Uh, thank you for joining me.